Welcome to another edition of Birds of a Feather. This is your girl, AJ, the Suburban Princess. Ready to celebrate. I think the wheels are back on the bus. Congratulations to the Philadelphia Eagles for their very dominant win over the Los Angeles Rams. Wow, what a game. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I pretty much sat calm for most of the first half because I was waiting for some dramatic uh some dramatic deficit at that point by halftime, but for it to be 13-13 by halftime, I was actually pleasantly surprised. Um, and then suddenly it seemed like everything everybody was sort of predicting, you know, just to be different last week about the score and how the Eagles were a 13-point underdog. I thought to myself, I said, well, worst comes to worst, they could lose by a touchdown just like they did to Dallas. So that's the worst they could get out instead of getting totally hammered. Well, it seemed like by the, by the third or fourth quarter, the Eagles pretty much ran the show. There were dead periods, of course, because, you know, Nick eventually uh, threw almost a couple of touched uh, interceptions. One, he did throw a pick in the end zone, which was supposed to go to Ertz. But I don't know if Ertz just um, he didn't jump his route or whatever happened or just it was just good defense. Um, Ertz had a couple of chances, but he definitely wasn't shining as much as Alshon was. Alshon pretty much ran this whole, uh, field and Foles was definitely not afraid to throw deep to him, which is refreshing because we hadn't seen it all season. And a lot of people have decided that Foles seems to be able to take those deep down passes more than Wentz, <laughs> never minding the fact that Wentz has been injured, obviously at this point. Um, and supposedly his fracture now in his spine or in his vertebrae, wherever it is in his lower back, is already healing. So he should be okay by January. Um, the point is he won't be playing, of course. he It looks like definitely they've already stated that Nick Foles will be the starter for the Texans game at home this Sunday. But it's good to know that Wentz is not in serious danger and he slowly will return to 100%, Lord willing, as he gets prepared for the postseason. I'm sure he's bummed. Um, he's been in this position before, but at least he knows he's not nursing an injury that's going to take another year. I'm glad that he doesn't require surgery, and I'm glad that the Eagles didn't even play with the idea of even putting him in. I'd rather say, see Nate Sudfeld, you know, for the week that they play the Redskins at that point, because that game is not really going to determine here nor there. As I'm currently watching Monday Night Football and watching the Panthers lead by a point against the Saints, I'm hoping that the Saints don't do another oops-a-daisy like they did when they lost to Dallas and uh, eventually just win the, win the game with one touchdown at least. I'm just shocked right now that Breeze and the boys are lacking any kind of offensive push. It seems like ever since the Saints got to the point of this part of the season, they seem to slow down. So whatever the Eagles couldn't figure out is exactly why this whole season has been a whole quandary. Um, what I've learned even from listening to all the some of the asinine callers on the radio shows today and then some of the smarter callers, it just seems like in general, Doug seems to want to stick to a certain type of play calling and Wentz just has to adjust. Well, for some reason, Foles being a veteran, he can fall into the playbook a little smoother than Wentz has been doing as of late. But let's not trip. I mean, the year before the Super Bowl, this is the Wentz that we knew and loved. We loved the scrappy Wentz. We loved him going for every yard. And now that he's been in two physical situations that have uh, caused rehab, a lot of people think that he's just breakable. And I totally disagree. If anything, it shows he's just like McNabb in the sense that he's willing to take a lot of hits to get the win. And yes, at times it's not smart. And McNabb sometimes did a lot of stupid things too. But at the end of the day, I feel like this is my franchise quarterback for the next five to 10 years. And it all really comes down to how long Carson can stay on his legs. 
Um, <clears throat> I think his, he matures, he will learn to protect his body, but hopefully he'll go back to running when he really sees the play or the lane open for him, uh, come next year. <clears throat> There's one thing I missed about him for sure is his running ability, but I also just missed the fact that he was able to see down the field, unlike this season where it just seemed like he wasn't sure or he was trying to protect himself or he just couldn't read defense. For some reason, a lot of stuff started to um, rear its ugly head this season for Wentz. And I think it's causing a lot of naysayers and a lot of wagon jumpers to doubt his ability as a long lasting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. I have no doubt that he's not going to get paid. Um, My thing is, it's just as a fan base, it's sickening to even listen to people really seriously try to defend Foles to the point where they really think that he should start again. Foles starting days in a a full-time Eagles uniform is over. He is really honestly here as a true anchor that he is. And yes, he will always be the Super Bowl MVP while he was here. But at the end of the day, he's got a family to take care of. And I think unlike the beginning of this season, he probably should have been traded a while ago. But a lot of us felt like we didn't know when was coming back at all. So we wanted that um, security. And it made sense in theory, but it didn't at the same time. I mean, we probably would have had the same results if Nate Sudfeld had been starting the season and not uh, Carson at all. Um, but who knows? Maybe the week after Carson went in, he probably had that fracture all along and didn't even realize it. So it's here nor there. I mean, they're six and seven for a reason, but now they're seven and seven thanks to this win. So hopefully all they need is a few more gifts this week and, and obviously a very good performance at home, knowing that their home record is now kind of messed up with a couple of losses this year. But Um, they can still show the world that uh, it wasn't a fluke and that they can get back on track and win these next two more games. Um, I won't be shocked um, if they don't make the playoffs, but I will be shocked that they couldn't make these last couple game pushes because I feel like there's still a lot in the tank. And I think the problem has just been execution. And I think sometimes uh, Doug was just never sure how to really game plan in the middle of the game, which was Andy Reid's issue. He would always stick to what he knew, even if it didn't blatantly work. The one thing that he did adjust um, happily, as well as Schwartz did, was uh, Schwartz learned to move his DBs around and didn't keep them too far off uh, the yards that he did um, in past games that, to me, exposed the defense a lot. I think the defense kind of uh, recouped a lot. And thank God Avante Maddox came back because I really think we probably would have seen a lot more deeper throws from Goff if Goff didn't get shaken up by uh, <laughs> Fletcher Cox in his face and Michael Bennett trying to get at him. Um, they definitely displayed a lot of strength and even to the point where we thought we were going to lose Fletch for a minute because apparently he either hurt his knee or his hip. And uh, that might be an issue later on as far as him staying in uh, for a full game from this point on, unless they really seriously need him. Michael Bennett went out, but I don't think it was because he was hurt. I think he just needed a breather. And because uh, they've pretty much been running the show the whole year. I mean, Chris Long has been adding his his little exclamation points, but not to the noticeable ability. I mean, honestly, he was just filling a roster at this point, And there was no need to really let him go uh, when they still didn't know what they had. But as of 2019, I'm totally expecting at least half of this crew to still be there. Um, there's a lot of things that Howie has to do and he has to start prepping mentally now because he's going to have a lot of sad people in the next uh, couple months. But, you know, anyone who's thinking long term for this team as a fan knows that there are some people that should have been gone a while ago, Jason Peters. But, um, you know, there's just a lot of sentimental uh there's a lot of sentimental value to people like Sproles and J- Jason Peters. I mean, Sproles is showing again why we loved him, but 
Yes. Has he hit a wall? Yes. And the fact that he was injured longer than he was, was just a sign that he wasn't able to heal as quickly. And then it also shows you again, why we all look at the medical team a little scrupulously like, Hmm, wonder if Sproles just had an hammy after all. But honestly, this whole year shows that there's been a lot of snafus this season. I guess all the bad luck kind of came our way post Super Bowl season, um, hangover or not. Um, I just think that now the Eagles kind of see, uh, the light at the other side of the tunnel and they know they can get there. It's a mindset now at this point. I mean, you obviously physically don't have the bodies and there's probably going to be some guys that are not coming back this year, uh, next year, like Jordan Hicks, probably, I hate to say it, but, um, there are some players that also maybe come back just for a year, just to see if they can play a full year, maybe Jordan Hicks. Um, and then there's going to be just some new faces. I think that Sidney Jones will get one more shot, even though he hasn't been physically healthy all year. And then, of course, the old school guys that were there before, Jalen Mills and um, Ronald Darby. I don't think Ronald Darby will get the amount of money he's due, but he may, who knows, he may decide to renegotiate his contract just to stay in Philly. But um, I wouldn't be shocked if there's going to be like a carousel of different names and faces coming through this uh, squad for the next couple of years. And hopefully it'll move in the right direction because I really don't see why in the next couple of years the Eagles can't be Super Bowl candidates once again, if not next year exactly. Um, I don't know what the destination is for Super Bowl 2020, but I would love to, I would love for it to be somewhere um, inside of a dome, so that weather's not a factor. So if I win tickets, I don't have to worry about it. Um, but either way, I'm very proud of this team for coming back the way they did. And no, I'm not expecting a win necessarily next Sunday, but it would be nice. Um, it would be nice for them to go on a run. I always get kind of nervous when everyone starts jumping back on the wagon and starts saying that they're going to win and this all that's going to the Super Bowl, all that crap starts again. And you just kind of go back to how you felt before they actually went to the Super Bowl and you just got nervous every time people mentioned it. Um, but this squad has been decimated way worse than they ever had since they won the Super Bowl. So I definitely don't see a Super Bowl this year, but it's definitely good to know that there is some juice left in there that they could pull out a win like that in such a, in such a convincing fashion to the point where the Rams seemed like they didn't know what to do. And it was just very refreshing. And I just wish those had been the wins that we needed earlier in the season. So this games like these wouldn't matter, but whatever to each his own. To be a fan is to love this team, good, bad, or indifferent. And I do love this team, and I love Foles, and I love Wentz, and I'm just glad they're on my team. And hopefully after the end of this week, we can talk about some, I don't know, maybe some new thoughts that have probably popped in this week. And as much as I do like Deshaun Watson on the Texans, I won't like him this weekend. And hopefully we'll be able to see the O-line shine even more than they did this past weekend because they still have a lot of big guys to go against coming this year, um, coming this weekend. But um, either way, I'm happy. Are you? Fly, Eagles, fly. Thanks for listening. AJ Jones, birds of a feather, a.k.a. AJ's superb princess. Forgot my own name. Thanks for listening. Take care.